Hello, welcome everyone. This is Get the Message Show number four. How to read body feelings as communications from your unconscious mind. Big title, big subject. Thank you for joining live on the show. And a little bit about why School of Self-Revolution exists. We are gifted as humans, a conscious mind, to direct what we want to create. It's the leader. The unconscious mind's desires, wishes, and dreams have to be approved by your conscious mind, and then actions taken. It's a partnership. It's in this way it's supposed to work, but we're trained out of that knowing. We're trained out of creating a harmonious partnership. And this is the sad part. When the conscious mind gets convinced it has no control, it isn't in charge of its life, and it believes the environment has more power or authority, well, it gives up and surrenders its right to choose. What happens then is that you can become open to being influenced and talked into what society and others want you to do. So my desire with these little 30-minute weekly shows is to awaken and empower you to this fact and give you the tools to be able to do something about it. So the shows will be weekly, 11 to 11.30 Pacific Time each Wednesday. And as a special treat for joining live, you'll be able to enter the contest for a three a free 30-minute Get the Message Breakthrough session with me. And I'll track people in the chat bar. And if you want to make sure that you get um, part of the drawing, if you're part of the drawing, is you can email me. Simply respond to the email that I sent you to get on the show. So grab a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen to make some notes and get ready for the interactive part of the call. So these weekly trainings are going to be giving you strategies on how you can get the messages that life is communicating to you on a daily basis so you can take full advantage of the opportunities that your life affords you. So today's training is on how to read body feelings as communications from your unconscious mind. Now, that's a really complicated subject. And for those of you who are brand new to this, you know, to the studying of working with the unconscious mind, you may have no idea of the value of this. But hopefully by the end of it, you're going to see the importance of paying attention to those subtle messages. Like you can see on the um, the screen, if you're on the webinar, you see this um, uh, so a, a female's abdomen and there's butterflies. So the butterflies in the belly and what's that communicating? And if you think of your body as a highly sensitive, amazing communication device and that you can use your body to give you vital feedback as to the successfulness of your objective, whether there's a good message in there or whether there's something that's blocking your energetic flow. Imagine your body was designed to help you sense and interpret your environment so that you can quickly alter your path. It is, in a sense, your physical command control center where you can program it to where you want to go, and we do that a lot when we set an objective. We're actually programming parts of our brain and telling it what we want to experience, what we want to have, what we want to do. And then when we, ex- when we program it accurately and correctly, it naturally takes you there. So once you're shown how to communicate in language your unconscious mind and body understand, then the rest is easy in a sense. You're just looking for the signs. Once you create something 
that you've manifested, like whether it's um, something that you consciously manifested, you've set a target and you're enjoying it, or, you know, we can also manifest things with blockers. And that's when blockers take over your conscious power and your conscious choice. And blockers create, and you have to suffer through your creation. Unless you figure out a way to get that blocker on your side. And that's a lot about what cybernetic transposition teaches us is these different methods to align our energy, to clear the energetic blockages so that once we say we want something, we're ready to receive it and start flowing into our life. After you set an intention, your body and mind is always sending signals. It's communicating to you guidance. The problem, we haven't been trained really to listen to those body feelings, let alone to translate them. When we have a headache, we're trained to take an aspirin to make it go away. Then we feel more comfortable. But what if body sensations were there to communicate to you? Either a message to help you manifest your objective or communicating that you've got an energetic blockage running. Would you want to know more about how to translate the body sensations? Remember back to a time you had an intuitive feeling through sensations in your body. Maybe you felt butterflies in your stomach. Or maybe you had an instant headache. By tracing these body sensations back to the first time you felt them, you can clear energetic blockers. And what I mean by energetic blockers, those are the habitual ways we think feel, and act in certain situations. And by clearing that energetic blocker, you are now free to proceed towards that which you desire to create, do, be, or have. And it keeps you on a more supportive, sustained life path. So how do you know if a blocker is communicating this unconscious reactive thought, emotion, or behavior that's designed to stop you from taking actions, or How do you know it's not a message? Well, it's true that not always when we feel um, body feelings, is it a blocker? That is, if we grab the message the first time our body communicates, then we get the message and our body is then, the feelings simply go away. For example, um, this is probably an example most of us have had, um, have experienced. Have you ever eaten something that has given you indigestion? Maybe you get like a little bit of acid reflux or maybe your 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 belly starts cramping, but you you feel that it doesn't feel good. Now, another one, another example. Do you remember back to when you first tasted alcohol? I remember this very clearly. I think I was um I was in my teens and my um uh, best friend's mother was out at work and she was a single mother and so we had the whole house to ourselves and I remember my friend saying hey you want to get drunk and I'm like get drunk what and she said well let's do it so I remember the first time I tasted alcohol my throat burned I was like why do people like this it was burning well second third fourth time no my throat didn't burn So our body will communicate the first time very clearly. We can override it, can't we? How many of us drink alcohol pretty regularly and the first time it didn't feel so good? But now, well, 
I don't know if it feels so good. I'm not sure, but we've, um, we've adapted to tolerate it. So the first time our body communicates, if we get the message, then the feelings can simply go away. Another example. If you've ever um, been around someone who's in a really negative uh, state, maybe they're full of anger, they're in frustration, and you walk into their energy field, you start dealing with them, you may have noticed your body reacting. You may have noticed you picking up the feeling of anger and it could translate into a headache. But you don't think about it. You think, well, that's just kind of body feeling. Maybe I just got a headache and I'll go to take an aspirin. Your body is that sensitive. It translates your environment, not only your own unconscious mind, but it translates the environment that you're in. But, you know, we're often trained to ignore those feelings and we push ahead. Like the first time you tried alcohol. You know, the second time, third time, you don't feel that burning sensation in your throat. Or the next time you're dealing with that really negative, angry person, you're not getting a headache. Because in a sense, your unconscious mind will communicate to you the body feeling and it is absolutely your free will to respond. It's not going to keep, like, beating you over the head. Um unless it gets very, very strong and it starts to turn into a disease state. So not getting the message the first time, the body feelings can start to get stronger and turn into a disease if we ignore it long enough. So here's an example to demonstrate the multiple decision points where you could detect body feelings and get some intuitive guidance. And it can help you in this example, navigate a pretty important area of our life. So in this example, say someone desires a permanent relationship. So someone says, hey, why don't you join a dating site? I'm on so-and-so, like eHarmony, and I really like it. And I can tell you how to put up a profile, and it'll get some interest, and I can walk you through the steps. So the person says, okay. So they join the dating site, they put up a profile, they get some interest, they choose who to respond to because there's email and people reach out when they see the person's profile, and then they choose to go on a first date. Maybe it's a phone call or a meeting in person. Did you see all the decision points where the subtle messages could be given? Think about all the navigational points in this really important process of someone selecting a mate, a husband or wife. And at each point along the way, there are moments to check in. Check in with the body. Does this feel right? Does this person seem like a good fit? Will it be good for me? The unconscious mind is communicating answers to your questions all the time. But again, it takes a little training to be able to translate the messages and then take appropriate action. So let's go through this into a little bit more detail, and I'd like you to think about an area of your life where you'd like to make some changes. Perhaps take a, um, make some notes now. So maybe the subject is um, entering into a permanent relationship, or maybe the, um, you would like to change your work, get a different job. Maybe you'd like to move to a new city. Uh, maybe you'd like to change something about your health. Put that as kind of the subject, right? That's your target. Now, I'm going to go through this example with the dating site. 
because it, it, this is, I think, a really clear one because it's brand new to us and we can start to get some sensitivity to um, feedback, feedback your unconscious mind is giving you. So the first decision point is selecting what dating site. So you go through the different dating sites and feel how they feel. Check in with your body. Does it feel comfortable? Are you leaning forward like, oh, yeah, this feels really good. I don't know about you, but whenever I go to a website, there's like an instant relaxation that I want to stay on the website, and then there's, ooh, I want to get off it, and I'll just click right away. I think most of us have that. Okay, so selecting the dating site. Next is designing the kind of profile to set up. What picture? What to write on the page? Do you see that? These are all navigation points. Next is describing the kind of person they want to attract, profiling their age, geographic distance, children, etc. Now, each one of those little are little decision points where your unconscious mind can be communicating. No, not that picture. You look kind of tired in that one. That picture. Look at that open smile. And you were really happy. You went to that, you know, we're on that trip in Lake Tahoe what to write on the page. You could be giving, getting the feedback of um, make it positive. Don't talk about your disappointments in life. Don't talk about the shadow parts of life. Don't talk about politics. Don't talk about religion. Okay? Feedback, right? Now, sometimes it could be that we stay so obsessed with the target and no matter what, we're just going to do what we want to do. And yeah, we can power through, right? We can force things through. But what happens is without that gentle feedback from the unconscious mind, it's not likely you're going to get the outcome you want, like perfect for you partner. Now, all of these decision points, all these navigation points have to be made and everything has to be decided and set up all that before the person even publishes their profile. So now they publish the profile, they get some interest, another decision point, they need to, need to choose who to respond to. Then after several emails from somebody, they need to choose who to speak to over the phone with. Then they need to choose who they'll actually go on a date with and where. Then they need to choose whether they want to have a second date. Then they choose whether they want to enter into an intimate relationship. Then they choose if they want to make it a permanent relationship. Then they choose to marry. Do you see all these really important, subtle decision points? Where there may have been a subtle thought, a subtle emotion, or a body feeling that was communicating from their unconscious mind at one of those decision points, that if they were to listen to it and translate it, a very different outcome could have happened. Here's a, a quick story. I remember Stuart telling me that when he did a perfect partner process, I guess this was about ooh, six years ago or so, and he was on, I think it was eHarmony. He was looking through some of the profiles that they recommended that might be a good fit for him. And he found this one woman's profile, and she was in these uh, big boots, and there were a bunch of penguins all around her. And his conscious mind said, what a stupid profile picture. I don't know if it was exactly that intense, but it was pretty strong. And part of him says, wait a minute, that's really unusual. 
I've got to reach out to that person. Now, had he not listened, he wouldn't be with his ultimate perfect partner. I've met them. They live in Hollywood. Stuart Lichtman, by the way, is the the, uh, developer of cybernetic transposition. Now, as soon as I walked into their home, there was such love present. You could actually feel it. The respect they had for one another, and they're both really strong-willed, and they have a magical, wonderful relationship. It would have been a very different outcome, wouldn't it? If he allowed his conscious mind, with, which has biases, beliefs, and is quite judgmental, actually, in a not good way, if he had never responded because, wow, it's not a, a glamour shot. Here's this woman in boots and uh, waiting boots and around penguins. She's got to be some nutcase. Well, he luckily listened to the subtle message of his unconscious mind, reach out to her. And, well, the rest is history, so to speak. And, you know, we often think it's the big decisions that influence the quality of our life. In my experience, it's the small ones. It's the small ones that lead us in the direction. They create a direction and a a momentum. Then when we're at the culmination, that's when we notice, right? When we're in an incompatible marriage, we say, How did we get here? How did I get here? Well, get the message. It's all about being as conscious and self-aware at each and every decision point. So you don't lead with judgment and biases and historical programming. You don't find yourself ignoring the warning signs or even worse, really, ignoring the good signposts like if Stuart ignored the good signpost of respond to the the woman whose profile who had a bunch of penguins around her. Ignoring the good signs and not a good thing. Take action when you see that good signpost. And obviously listen when you get a warning sign. So someone just uh, posted in the chat bar here, many times you get a warning before it's not good. Absolutely. And that's the time when the unconscious mind can be a bit more vociferous and fervent, when it's going to be dangerous. There was, I was watching, uh, I guess a, a month ago or so, I was watching a man, his name's um, Maxwell Jordan, and it was a YouTube video. And he was sharing a story, it was an interview with her, uh, yeah, there was an interview or just a conversation with a friend, and he was sharing a story where he said that he was at a restaurant, and he was having a meal with people, and all of a sudden, from deep within, he got this, um, it's, it, it's, it feels like a sound, but it was more an intuitive feeling, Get out of here now. You're in danger. He didn't second guess it. He got up from the chair and he just ran, ran out of the restaurant, ran down the street, ran down the other street. And then he got the message again. Okay, you're safe. You can sit now. And so he sat down. You know, he's an older man. He was panting and he calmed himself. And he said it happened um, a second time. Now, For people who have a good communication between the conscious mind and the unconscious mind, they're not going to only get communications that are life and death. Like for his, it was life and death. Um, Not to go into the detail of what happened, um, but he luckily, 
because it's a matter of survival, he responded. But it doesn't have to get that, you know, intense. We can get subtle messages along the way. So we know who to say yes to if someone asks us out on a date. We know whether to accept the job or not, that it's going to be a really good supportive boss and the company is going somewhere and it has meaning and significance. Or we know that the new house or apartment we move into is going to be really comfortable. We're going to sleep well. We're going to feel empowered. We're going to have great neighbors. Even think of that. Have you ever moved into a neighborhood where you really like the house, but all of a sudden the neighbors were really noisy? Do you know a part of your unconscious knew that? It detected it. But if you don't ask, you're not going to get the answer. It's not going to override your will unless, again, as I said, it's kind of life or death. And then it's going to be a very strong message. So if you've ever asked the question, how did I get here? Please take that seriously and do what you can to get the message as early as possible. Make the most empowering, loving-to-yourself decision for your highest good. Now, here's a way to get started. There's a system I'm licensed to teach. And don't get thrown off by the title, you know, because it's sometimes a big mouthful, Cybernetic Transposition. And the title of the book is How to Get Lots of Money for Anything Fast. Now, it can and does help people with that area of their life, but only if that is the most pressing lesson slash need slash desire. If it is the most important lesson for them to learn and master resolve, then yeah, they're going to bring some money in. Look at lottery winners. They get a lot of growth when they generate that much money. Some people, it's not important for them to learn that lesson. Now, if they need to or desire to experience more optimal health, well, they're not going to be so successful if they're objective around money because Imagine having the money and being sick. Not so much fun, right? Say someone's in an unhappy marriage. Resolving that might have the highest priority over them making lots of money for anything fast. Because the well-being of that person is most vital. Because without happiness and joy, what's the point, right? So this system works in the way of a hospital. In a sense, there's a word called triage. And basically it says if someone comes into an emergency room, the most sick patients get addressed first. So what's the most unwell area of your life? It might not be so easy for you to see, but there is a way to see it. And often once people resolve that challenge, the most unwell area of their life, other things are naturally resolved. An example, there was a, a, a woman who runs a, an online business, and she was really working very hard to grow her business. She was barely able to pay her mortgage and, and ended up running into significant debt, debt. Well, she learned the system that I teach. She learned it from me, and she wanted to increase the number of clients and generate more revenue. It's an obvious one, right, when someone's in that suffering. But this is what was interesting, is that What came out when she started to do this work is she was really attached 
to resolving her clients' issues. She was very nurturing, very much a mother, and she would kind of merge energy with them. Not so good. So part of her was protecting her from having more clients because she couldn't take on their problems. It, wouldn't, it would have hurt her in the long run. So she also had some other past relationships she wasn't complete with. So her energy was dispersed and drained continuously with her past relationship partner, with her client. She was carrying them. So we worked on resolving those issues. And in the process, she found a way to make her business very, very profitable. She's doing incredibly well right now. And as a lovely side, um, side effect, she started to um, attract very high-quality men to date. She was on um, one of the dating sites, and she'd been on them for years, but no one was a good fit. And she would have these really kind of funny jokes about how difficult it was to find a good partner. But after clearing the blockers, the energetic resistance, that she thought it was about making money in her business, but the real reason she wasn't making money because it was protecting her that if she had had more clients, it could have started to make her sick because she was carrying their energy. So clearing the resistance that had been stopping her business made herself more profitable. She actually physically became more attractive to men, and she started to attract the kind of man who would treat her well and right. She's extremely happy now and fulfilled. She's got a thriving business, a really loving relationship. And by the way, she didn't know what the real issue was. All she saw was that the symptom, her business, was ailing. So how do you discover what's the highest priority issue that can be dragging your life down? Well, if you truly like to know, then turn up live on these Get the message shows because I'm going to be picking one person each week to walk them through one of these discovery sessions. And it's, it's very private. I don't need to know anything. You just write it down. And at the end of it, you will feel clear. You will have a deep understanding of what's most important for you to work on. And I usually always give some next steps so you can you know, take that energy and take that awareness and move forward in positive action. But, you know, if you don't want to wait until you win um, the free session, uh, by all means, if you're a new client, you can purchase one for $45 on the website. So if you go to schoolofselfrevolution.com, I think it's private consultations. It takes about 30 minutes. And no prior experience of working with your unconscious mind needed. I can usually guide everyone to significant clarity so that they can get started using the life messages to their benefit rather than simply suffering through them. And you know, a headache isn't simply a headache. It can be a message. A stalled car isn't simply a stalled car. It can be a message. An argument with a loved one isn't just an argument. It can be a message. Insomnia isn't just, in, you know, I'm not sleeping. It can be a message, and on and on. So what this radio show is doing every week is helping you to recognize Everything in your life is communicating. So get the message awareness steps. I'm going to give you some steps right now. So if you've got a piece of paper, um, uh, feel free to write it down. First, when you become aware of something happening that's maybe good or something happening that you don't want to happen, first, what does it say? As in observe what happened. 
Like uh, my son's got a very old car. He's in college. He just let me know yesterday the car needs $4,000 in work. Engines, uh, the gasket and the, is blown and on and on, right? Okay, so observe what happened. His car, he has no car to get to work and to school. Okay. The next awareness is to get the best translation as to what it says, says. What's the deeper meaning? And this is interesting because my son's a little bit uh, self-aware. He said, wow, just a couple of weeks ago I was talking to dad about what I should do if the car fails because it's getting old. And dad got really mad at me talking about the car failing. So what's the deeper meaning? Hmm. He got an intuitive sense to plan, didn't he? Well, he didn't take action on it. So now his father's in Costa Rica for two months and his father's car is sitting in an airport in Houston which he could be using for the next two months. Well, he didn't take action, did he? So, and then the third awareness is what does it say to do? What action needs to be taken? I'm going to repeat this first. What does it say? Observe what happened, okay? The next awareness is to get the best translation. What's the deeper meaning? What does it say, say? And then the third awareness is what does it say to do? What action needs to be taken? Three steps. And it's going to help you a lot in getting the message your unconscious is communicating. Like like my son, had he not been triggered by his father's upsetness about, yeah, you're just trying to get a new car, and he had taken that seriously, here's another tip, is, and we'll be talking about this um, probably as its own show, is that who to talk about, who to talk to, talk through things. Because some people will be very peaceful, present, and listen to you. And then other people are going to navigate and try to guide you to what is important to them and what their agenda is. So had my son not talked to him, he might have got the deeper meaning and said, hey, Dad, why don't I drive you to the airport and prepared to have the second car there? But he didn't. So this is where life can really start to take on a much easier, harmonious nature. Because once we get the messages, we avoid some of the potholes that we could fall into. And we can start to experience more synchronicity, grace, luck, and ease. And you can actually become an increasingly lucky person when you get the message. So are you ready to get the message your unconscious is communicating on a regular basis? Keep turning up on the radio shows, and if you're already learning cybernetic transposition, I invite you to go back to learn it. Uh, There's a lot of really good insight on the YouTube channel, and I'll send some links in upcoming emails to invite you to watch some of them. So before we say goodbye, are there any questions, comments, or insights that you may have gotten? You can write them in the chat bar or you can unmute your line and feel free to share them now. And I'm going to be selecting the uh, winner of the Get the Message Breakthrough session while you're doing that. Okay, I think the name is Maya, M-A-I-A. So Maya, you are the winner. And please email me 
simply respond to the email I sent you and uh, give some good days and times and your time zone. All right. Thank you all for sharing this time with me. Remember, you don't have to settle for what's going on in your life at this moment. You now have access to tools that can accomplish precisely what you want to experience. Thank you, Mike. Glad you were here. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and bye for now.